Hi everyone, I'm Nikki Ferguson, Communications Manager at Parents at Work and I'll be your host for today's special event, Meditation for Mums and Dads. If it's your first time you've joined us for a special event, welcome. We have nearly 90 people from all around Australia joining us today. Parents at Work sponsor these free um, community events as a service to connect you with experienced practitioners in the community who regularly assist parents with the daily juggle of career and family life. We'd love you to um, we'd love you to contribute to the discussion today by asking any discussion asking any questions in the webinar chat box facility. Um, you just need to type type that in to the right there. We're also recording today's event for those that can't make it or if you can't make it for the entire webinar, you'll get the recording sometime tomorrow. Today we have invited complementary health and wellbeing practitioner Katie Walls to help us explore how beneficial meditation can be for our general wellbeing and stress levels, but also how we can practically bring it into our everyday life. Katie has a thriving clinic in Sydney where she sees people of all ages, including families and young children. She also speaks regularly at events on the topic of health and wellbeing with a focus on how we can support ourselves in light of the demands and pace of modern life. Katie has three children of her own and has worked in busy corporate HR roles in the past, so knows exactly what the pressures are that parents face in trying to balance work and family life. Thank you, Katie, for joining us. I thought I'd start... Good evening, um, everyone. Great to be here. I thought I'd start, um, Katie, with a couple of polls so that we can get a feel for where everyone's at with their experience of meditation um, and also a poll around what might be holding us back in, in practising it regularly. So if everyone... There should be a poll that... Um, comes up shortly. If you want to just answer yes or no to that, give you a few moments. So there's quite, here they come. We'd say at the moment there's around 63% that um, have not and then around 38 that have. So I'll just close that poll now because it looks like everyone's voted. And we'll open the next one which is around what some of the obstacles or challenges you've found in committing to your practice. So kind of what's holding you back from from doing it. So there's we're getting a lot for time, like people are saying time is a, a big barrier. And there's there's a few there as well that are saying it's I didn't feel like I knew how to do it properly, which is quite common. still coming in. Yeah, so around 70% for time 
and around 30% for not feeling equipped to do it. So I'll close that poll down now. So Katie, what are your, your thoughts on those results, those poll results? Yeah, thanks everyone for contributing there. Absolutely, that, that's a, a common reflection, being people being time poor and not feeling that they're doing it properly. Um, a meditation should be something that's, that's very easy to do, but we're going to be exploring quite a bit tonight. We're going to be looking at, first off, I just wanted to say, you know, huge appreciation to yourselves for making this time available. Um, you may have had a busy day today and it's coming to that wind down period before bed, which this will very much support. Um, but the fact that you've put your well-being at the forefront, um, we've got to appreciate that. And what we'll be exploring tonight is what is meditation. We'll be exposing myths um, around meditation. We'll be looking at how meditation supports you in your day-to-day -day and is a very practical tool for the meditation that we'll be doing tonight to use throughout your day. We'll be looking at what gets in the way of allocating time. So that being a 70% response, it's good to see that that's um, beneficial for, for the people that are on the call. So what gets in the time in the way of allocating time to be with yourself in meditation? We're going to do a body connection exercise which just looks at quality and quality of movement which supports your meditation. Then we're going to do the gentle breath meditation. We'll also be breaking down meditation myths and discussing aspects that um, support meditation to be easy. So that's looking at the um, not quite sure if I'm doing a properly aspect. Then we'll be finishing with a few minutes of meditation at the end. So again, you can feel the quality at the beginning with your meditation and then at the end of the call of the event that we've got tonight. And um, we'll be keeping the PowerPoint visuals to a minimal because this, this is very much a conversational event. And you'll have time, um, as Nikki said, for questions. So please feel free um, to add them in and we'll, we'll be able to address those at the end of the evening. So if we look down, uh, if we look at meditation, meditation actually means union with yourself. So having that connection with your body so that you're able to respond to what supports you. For example, what often happens is people will get to the end of the day and go, oh, I feel really stressed. But there's so many markers that are happening in your body that are warning signs for you before you actually get to the stage of having a headache or being stressed. And that's why if you have that relationship with meditation with you, you're listening more to what's going on in your body. So it has a huge benefit to health overall to well-being, to our relationships and, and all factors of life, establishing that relationship with your body. So therefore, you're less likely to be drained at the end of your day because you've got that opportunity throughout just to not leave yourself behind, not putting everything else as a priority. And meditation is really a state that is natural for us to be in, in that if, if from when we were born, when we were a baby, we're very intuitive, we're very aware of what's going on in our body, but what happens is society as a whole doesn't necessarily support that relationship with yourself. So um, we've come to a way of living that's quite driven and not in a meditation relationship. So therefore, we do need to have these spots, these spaces that we provide ourselves to be able to have that connection 
it's just like kind of reprogramming yourself in a way, something that should be just a natural state to us because of the choices that we're making and how we are living, we've just separated from that relationship. So it's a very, it has a great purpose um, to re-establish that way of being with yourself and then it just becomes easier and easier. I know when I started um, to really look at my well-being and I knew that there was so much more that I could do for myself, I had to be quite conscious of allocating time to meditate because I was so used to the busyness or being in my head. I don't know if, Nikki, you can relate to um, these aspects from, from your life experience, what that was like for you. I know that you do meditate quite, re quite frequently. How, how's that been for you? Yeah, I think like that's kind of my 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 big um, thing is being in my head and not in my body, and um, I've it, it's kind of one of those real practical tools that I can um, use to to come back to my body if I do it, <laughs> um, and it, it's kind of changed changed the game really because I've I've been able to. Um, you know, leave work or leave, you know, whatever's troubling me behind and just give myself a moment where it's it's not it's not kind of imposing on me all the time. And I it's it's been like a um an opportunity to come back and just feel myself again, I think is what it's been for me most. Yeah. Rather than everything that's focused on what we're doing, caring for others meeting needs, yeah. all of that. You can understand why we get tired, why we get exhausted, why people are getting fatigued, why overwhelm is at such an extraordinary level that it is, mm -hmm. depression, all of these aspects. We've got to stop and go, okay, how are we living? What's mm -hmm. the quality of our living? Because most of us have the best intention to support our health, so we'll look at how we're exercising, we'll look at how we're eating, um, we'll you know, tick the to-do list of what we've been told is good for us but one huge aspect that we're missing out on is quality and the quality of our relationship with ourselves because it doesn't matter how healthy I'm eating, if I'm in frustration, anger, um, overwhelm, anxiety, my body's just continuously being drained and the amount of healthy food I'm putting in it is just being used up very fast. So that's a really beautiful um, benefit of meditation. It really supports that relationship with yourself and then you find you're able to deal with the stresses and strains a lot easier, less reaction, less going into those aspects that I was talking about. So you're better, you're better equipped to deal with your day-to-day, -day, which is awesome. Mm. So before we go on any further, let, let's start to um, experience the gentle breath meditation and how simple it can be. So before we do that, just making sure that you're comfortable. I'm presuming that most of you are sitting down um, and that's great. Some of you may be lying down. We're going to do just a little body connection um, exercise. So it would be great if possible for you to be sitting down. It'll just make it much easier for you. And just making sure that you're comfortable. That's all. If you've got any bits of clothing that are digging in or too tight, or if you've got your shoes on and want to take your shoes off, then Give yourself that opportunity just to make sure you're comfortable. And then in your own space when you're ready, just standing up out of your chair. 
Just standing there, you don't have to have your eyes closed. You may choose to have your eyes closed, but just checking in with how your body feels. You might feel a bit racy from your day, you might feel a bit tired, or you might feel really great. And then when you're ready, sitting back down in your chair. And again, just checking in with your body. Do you feel different to when you were standing up? Has there been a shift at all? Do you feel exactly the same as when you stood up? And now what we're going to do is very consciously being aware of lovingly and supporting your body as you stand up. Allowing yourself to feel the connection of your feet on the ground. Just shifting your weight so that most of your weight is anchoring on your left foot. Having a wriggle of your toes, allowing yourself to really feel the connection with the floor throughout your left foot. And then very gently shifting your weight to be more focused on the right foot. Feeling the connection with the whole foot. Again, maybe wriggling your toes so that you're feeling all of that connection. We're about to sit down again, but before you do that, just really feeling your whole body. Feeling the preciousness of your body. And when you sit, moving in a quality that is very considerate and very supportive of placing yourself back down into your chair. Feeling how your body feels as you're sitting this time after standing and sitting back down with a lot more awareness of caring for yourself. And just checking in, was there a difference? When we're on autopilot and we're just doing what's been asked of us without that connection to the body and just standing up, what was the difference that you felt when you actually started to check in with your body 
and to really con consciously consider your body. And then as you're sitting now, what does that quality feel like in the room? And how does your body feel? So we're going to start the meditation. If you could all have your eyes open as we begin. Just looking down towards the floor. So we're not closing our eyes yet, but we're just letting go of all the muscles around your eyes by giving yourself permission to relax the eyes. You might actually realise that you had tension in your eyes that you didn't even know around your eye sockets or in your jaw or areas of your face that you weren't even aware of. So just allowing all of those muscles just to let go. And this is your meditation. I'll be talking through it. I'll, giving, I'll be giving spaces where there's no talking but you're just doing everything in your own time. So in a moment when you close your eyes, choosing to do so to bring you to you. So you're not shutting out the world, you're just very gently closing your eyes to be with you. And then simply choosing to breathe gentle, a gentle breath from the tip of the nose. If you watch babies when they sleep, it's very, very beautiful. Their breath is so gentle and you see their nostrils going in and out. That's our natural true breath. That's a breath that supports you and provides all the oxygen that your body needs. So that's the quality we're choosing now, to breathe gently. And if you find your mind's really racy, you can follow that breath back into your head. Or you may prefer just to focus on the tip of the nose and breathing gently. Just giving permission for your shoulders to let go. Again, you might have realised that there was tension in your shoulders and they were up around your ears. And by giving yourself that conscious permission to let go, you're getting a marker of how much tension you're actually walking around with. Just focusing on that gentle breath in. And after your next breath in, just pausing and choosing to breathe out gently as well. So you're beginning to feel the rhythm of your breath in your body rather than the pace of life in your body.
you're choosing the quality you want to be in. Giving permission for your abdominal muscles to let go. And again, just checking in to feel if there was any tension there. Letting go of your buttocks muscles and your thighs. And just simply focusing on a gentle breath. And there's no such thing as having an empty mind. It's like a computer and it's waiting to be programmed. But what we're doing here is we're not running with the thoughts. We're choosing a program of gentle breath and a quality that you want to be in. So anytime your mind starts to go into thoughts or distractions or to-do lists or what you haven't done today, you just simply very lovingly bring yourself back to focusing on that gentle breath at the tip of the nose. feeling how lovely it feels for the oxygen to flow through your lungs at a pace that supports your body. You may find your breathing has shifted a bit throughout the meditation. Again, you're choosing the quality. You're giving your body permission to let go. Your breath may feel quite warm at the tip of the nose. Again, that's a very lovely feeling. In a moment we're going to be opening our eyes, but this is your meditation. You choose when you're ready to open your eyes, in your own time. When you do so, you've got a choice. Do I keep that quality that I've established for myself? Or do I open my eyes and expect just to be on, just to be you know, back in that pace? So even though we're not all in the same room, you can feel there's a really lovely quality of stillness on, on the call. And it just shows that everything is connected. So if we're frustrated, angry, etc., it has a big ripple on effect. 
not only on our health, but on our family and the people that are around us. So by choosing to put you first and allow yourself a relationship with meditation, everyone gets the benefit of that, which is really, really cool. So again, just staying in that quality that you've established for you, that personal relationship that you've established. We're just going to look at some of the myths that get in the way of people meditating or feeling that they're not doing it properly. First off, meditation, as we've just felt, is very, very simple and very easy. So we don't have to sit in a challenging position. I'm sorry, the brain is very, very heavy at the moment, so if anyone can't hear, just pop, pop that in the question box and Nikki can let me know, but I will endeavour to speak louder over the rain. I can hear you fine, Katie. Just Great. Thank you. So, yeah, we don't have to be sitting in any position and we don't have to imagine that we're on a tropical island or take us away into another another place because that's not practical and that's where a lot of people get turned off meditation one you know there's there's lots of meditations out there that will say you need to breathe out one nostril bring it down into your dantian then back up to the other nostril and that that to me feels like hard work and again how does that fully equip me if I'm in a meeting that's challenging yeah I, I need something that's a practical tool and it doesn't have to take long as we felt and you be your own check-in with this. How does your body feel now? Just by focusing on quality, quality of movement and then having that space for you to choose the quality of your breath. And our breath is naturally gentle. So by saying that's how I'm going to breathe. And it only takes a few minutes. So again, if you've only got three minutes or four or five minutes, take advantage of that does not, meditation does not need to be a 20 minute thing, etc. It can be done anytime and in any situation. So with this meditation we did close our eyes because we've chosen this time to meditate. But if I was driving in the car again, you just choose that quality. You choose to breathe gently and I can't tell you how many times I've been in the car and the kids might be a little bit crabby and I can feel I'm a little bit anxious if we're running late and I just go stop within myself come back to your breath, choose to breathe gently and then you can feel everyone starts to slow down. You're not as reactive to what's going on around you. You're better equipped to deal with that and you're also choosing that quality which the kids can then align to as well. And that's no different than if you're in the car with the kids, if you're in a meeting and it's just getting pretty tense or there's so much going on, it's just like you can feel you've absorbed that. So then that's an opportunity to come back to breathing gently, which gives you the opportunity to observe what's going on around you rather than just going into absorbing that. And I just wanted to ask you, Nikki, how, how have you found that practically, being a parent, being in meetings, being in those situations? What's your experience been? Yeah, it's interesting. Um just recently, even the last probably two or three weeks, me and my six-year-old daughter have started um, this practice where we, before we go to school, like once we've we've got ready and um, and it's you know maybe 15 minutes before it's time to go to school, 
we'll just lay down on the bed together on our backs and just breathe for like maybe two minutes, not 15, but just maybe a couple of minutes. And then when we get home from school, we like put down our bags, take off um, our shoes and do the same before we go into the whole let's get ready for um, dinner and bath and bed, you know, story and all that. So we've kind of got these two check-in points together in our day, um, which kind of stops, gives us a stop moment so that we can just take a breath, you know, like really come back to our bodies, feel our breath. Um, and I'm finding that it's just made that those transition times in the day so much smoother. Um, like it's even... Yeah, it's just it's made a world of difference because you know you you usually it is a bit of a rush you know if you don't plan ahead and and make that time um, but that those kind of two minutes will just stop us from going into um, feeling like when we sit down for dinner we're all racy and you know not quite ready to eat dinner <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. I found it really practically practical for both of us, just like literally two minutes. It's amazing. Mm, mm. It's like setting the tone as well. Um, if you've mm. had a busy afternoon or just left an intense situation at work, gone to pick up the kids from after school care or care, um, you know, can feel they're a bit racy from their day, it's just mm. reminding yourself to go, hey, we don't have to continue this. There is another quality that we can choose, but someone has to go first to call it. And we are the parents, so or carers, whatever capacity we're in. So it's um, first of all checking in with you. What am I bringing to this situation? You know, what am I adding to the car right now with the conversations? And and it is infectious. You know, you, just the same as we can get affected by someone who's angry or someone who's frustrated, and and you can feel you know that that's a makes a tension well it's exactly the same mm. if if we shift um, in the quality that we are then people can align to that as well so often as parents we do it the hard way it's like you know stop stop annoying your sister or um, stop niggling stop the voice your voice is really loud or whatever it happens to be so it's like this directive but do we first stop and go hey where am I at mm. are the kids picking up on me and, yeah, in our family, um, we've seen amazing differences from this. And it's like, my gosh, you know, I was parenting the hard way. <laughs> you know, we've got to, we've got to live that quality um, ourselves. And then it makes it so much easier because it brings a validity to what we're offering in the way we're parenting our kids. There's a substance there that they can feel as well. Mm. And, and then you find the dynamics in the house start to shift. But it's bringing in more stillness. And... You know, our days are very full, so so it's important that we do this. And at first it is providing those moments. It's like when you wake up in the morning, um, you know, do you get straight out of bed and you've started your day and or you're in the shower and you're thinking of what you need for dinner or you're thinking of everything you have to do? Well, we've got out of bed but we've left ourselves behind. So what about if you wake up in the morning and you just... Check in with yourself. You do the gentle breath meditation, choosing to breathe gently, feeling your body for a few minutes. And then in that, you're able to feel, am I tired today? 
or am I feeling a bit down today or am I feeling really good today and then by doing that you're able to care for yourself more whereas if we're just robotic going to bed getting up in the morning starting our day in the shower can't even remember if we've done the shampoo before a bat to condition or have I washed my armpits like talking very practically here it's like well where are we if we're in in the shower and we're performing those those functions so to speak but we're not even sure what we just washed what area of our body we washed or um, that that type of thing it just shows how we're not connected to our body and we're so often in our head and that's really really draining so what's great um, at this point is just we've, we've broken down a lot of the myths of meditation. So just taking a moment to reflect with yourself, what does meditation mean to you? How can you see, just making this personal, how do you see meditation supporting you? As we've said, it can be done anytime during the day. Morning's a great time. Um, checking in just at uh, mid-morning when you're driving to work and then in the afternoon or lunchtime. So it's, it's feeling what works for you and it's not something that has to be approached as a to-do. You know, it, it's it's um, very much a self-care point of view of something that you can enjoy rather than something you feel you need to do. But I've definitely, um, with a lot of clients I work with and from my personal experience, it does take a bit of dedication at first to have that time. It's like that commitment. And then it just gets easier and easier and you, you actually want to have that space and then you don't need to actually sit down as much to do the meditation. You bring it into your movements as you're walking, you're feeling your feet connecting to the ground. That's very much meditation with yourself. You're, you're aware more of what your body needs, but there's definitely an absolutely valuable place for having that time especially if you've had a busy day or a busy week where you go, you know what, I'm just going to have 20 minutes out for me and I'm going to meditate, be that in the bath, if you, if you enjoy having a bath, or be that lying down on your bed, making sure your room's nice and warm, that you're supported, or be that five or ten minutes in a comfy chair, whatever that is for you and what's practical for you. And then, um, yeah, just, just checking in with yourself right now and saying, what, what am I wanting to get out of that? How does that practically look for me? You can also do the meditation with your partner or with the kids, as Nikki was saying. It's a very beautiful thing to, to bring to everyone in the house. So as we've talked about, meditations providing those stop moments. It really reduces that busyness in the mind. Plus, it can be a little bit freaky at times because you realise how much of your time is in your mind. And don't be discouraged. If you sit down to meditate and you're absolutely there going, okay, I'm going to breathe gently, and then literally one second later you're thinking about the fact that you need to take the bin out or the dog needs to go out to the bathroom or you forgot to turn off the hot plate, whatever it happens to be, our mind loves that activity. And it doesn't like to be still when it's so used to that activity. So rather than getting frustrated, just know that that is part of this when you're choosing something new for yourself. And for some people, it'll be more prevalent than others, which just exposes how much we've been in that busyness, that's all. So it's a great observation of that. Some days there'll be more of that, and other days you might find that you're more still. But it's really cool. At least then you're able to support yourself if you're aware of what's going on in your body.
and it builds that um, opportunity to be able to observe life more than absorbing life, which most of us are living in, hence why, unfortunately, health statistics are going up at a rapid rate. We've got more and more young people that um, are suffering from depression, having to be medicated, more and more complications for young teenage women um, hormonally, um, cancer, etc., on the rise, especially when cancer has the most funding, um, especially breast cancer. Yet statistically, all of all of those um, ailments are on the rise. So we've got to stop and go. Okay, if we've got this much funding and we've got such an amazing health system, why is it that younger people are are, are getting these issues more prevalently? And that that comes back to okay, I've got to look at the choices I'm making and and how I'm running my life. Meditation allows you to focus more on what's needed at the task at hand. And often that's a big thing for people because that's where overwhelm comes from. We're feeling so busy, you know, we've got so much going on that often, you know, it's like, well, what do I complete? Or finding it hard to complete each task before you move on to the next. That's a really common one from people. And completing things is really, really important. Uh, you, get a, you get a sense of satisfaction from that. You can feel when you complete something that more space actually is created in your body. So you can imagine it's just like a computer with lots of programs going. If you've got a lot going on and running at the same time, the computer isn't as effective and it can slow down. So that's no different to our body. And, and having that focus and building that relationship and meditation with yourself allows you to be more still so you've got more space to focus on what's at hand, what's needed, which very much supports us with overwhelm and anxiousness. And then you're more able to feel what supports you in relation to your health care and your self-care for yourself, which what my body needs on a particular day may be very different to what Nikki's body needs on a particular day. And that's important too. So very much supporting our overall well-being. So reactions are a huge thing for people and I just wanted to touch on that because it's very re relevant for meditation. Again, we can focus on many aspects of our health overall, but if we're not looking at how often we are reacting to things, then that's a drain. But if you're not connected to your body and have a relationship with your body, we're not even aware at how much we're reacting to. So you'll find as you develop that relationship, then you're more able to go, whoa, this is actually really frustrating me and I'm not, I'm not dealing with it or I'm not um, working with what's needed here. So moving along, it's a great opportunity for us to go, well, why are we addicted to being so busy? And most of us, um, and as we identified with the poll, is that we're time poor or we feel time poor. And the, the um, irony here is that when people get a bit of space or they allocate some time for themselves, you may be able to enjoy that and that's great. But, but what people often comment about is even if they allocate time for themselves, it goes, it gets filled up. Like you might have a weekend coming up where you go, fantastic, I've only got one thing on that weekend. 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to attend to all these things that I'm wanting to do for myself and I'm looking forward to having that space. And then, you know, Saturday afternoon comes along and you think, oh, I haven't really got to those things and actually I feel like I've been quite busy. And then Sunday evening, uh, sorry, Saturday evening or tomorrow, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I look at these things and then I might have a few things that have come up with the kids or with friends, etc. And you get to Sunday, it's like, oh, I still feel quite busy. So looking at our best intentions to create space for ourselves, we do have this issue with being still or having a slower slower pace as much as we really want that. And that, that, that's become our normal. It's especially now with technology and, you know, we've got emails coming through on our phone, on our computer, on so many different platforms. That in itself um, creates an issue where we don't perhaps have as much time as, as we could have. So hence why it's really important to be quite diligent in creating space for yourself. And the more you allow these moments of meditation, the more things start to become clearer, settle down a bit, and you start to um, you really enjoy that feeling. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to bring this more into my day-to-day. -day. So it sounds crazy, doesn't it? Why would we want to be in that busyness? But what's happened is that's become more of a com comfortable normal for us. And we're seeing it, um, and many of you may relate to this, just with our families, with the commitments that the kids have and feeling as good parents that we have to um, make sure that they get the extracurricular activities, etc. And, you know, then there's parties and there's social events for us and then you find that there's very little time that we're spending together, quality time together in relationship. So often it's a great opportunity to have a re-evaluation of that. And just to step back and go, okay, in creating more time for my meditation, my relationship, how can that also support the family as a whole and where we're allocating our time? And it's, it's, it's great to do this, you know, every so often, however often you feel to. It's just to have a check-in. What's serving us now? What's supporting us? And if mum and dad are left feeling pretty exhausted, racing around for the kids, that is not actually supporting the kids. So as you start to slow down a bit more and get a bit more stillness in your body, you'll start to see where things aren't working for you and how your choices aren't necessarily benefiting you, which is fantastic. That's, that's a good tension to feel. We've got taking responsibility um, up there on the slide and you might think, well, how does that relate? Well, everything we're talking about, this is taking responsibility. It's looking at, how, how is the quality with myself and then what impact does that have on my family? So that, that's huge. There's nothing to feel guilty about having time when you're meditating or um, to nurture yourself, etc. because everyone gets the benefit of that. So it's very much taking responsibility. So in being more self-loving, which we're talking about, requires us to evaluate our choices and, and that's what we're touching on, be that with family time, be that with our time that we're allocating for ourselves and then feeling the impact that has and how it plays out on our relationships. So it's really important to highlight as well and we'll be doing another meditation in closing the event tonight 
but at times when you sit down to meditate, it mightn't feel so good. And that's where the frustration comes in. And people were saying in the beginning of the call, I don't know if I'm doing it properly. You know, this is supposed to make me feel better, but I'm not feeling better. I'm feeling racy or I'm feeling frustrated or I, I just can't make my breath gentle because I've just got so much going on inside of me. And that's a huge healing opportunity because if you hadn't sat down to meditation, would you have realized that you're that far away from your natural breath? Often the answer would be no because we keep that pace going. And then we expect ourselves to get into bed and be able to go to bed efficiently in an efficient amount of time. But the body's going, hey, you know what, I can't just switch off like that. I've got so much going on in here. You've expected so much of me throughout my day. You know, I needed you to take me to the bathroom and you overrode that and then it was two hours later before you actually took me to the bathroom or I was telling you that I was thirsty and I wanted some water yet you made that meeting that we went to a priority. So these simple functions of looking after our body are really important and no wonder, you know, people could have a headache at the end of the day because they're really dehydrated because they kept putting what they were doing in front of what their body was asking of them. So as we sit down to meditate, you get to feel all of that. You get to feel the choices that you've been in. You also get to feel sometimes if you've really looked after yourself, a beautiful feeling in your body. I really encourage you not to be frustrated with that and, and just use it as a marker that your body's really being effective in communicating. And if you're not able to um, drop into that stillness, then just bring the meditation into your movements. And that's why we did that exercise to begin with when you got up not connected to your body and then you felt what it was like to get up in connection to your body and then feeling the difference so that's that's extremely healing so as you're preparing your dinner just breathing gently and feeling your hand really connect with the knife or the chopping board or whatever you're moving if you're unpacking the dishwasher being in that moment so you're very much aware of your body, connection to your body and then what you're doing is not going to be draining you. And then you'll find that there's not so much of a build up as well. You may feel that you're really tired, you sit down to meditate and you get frustrated and you go, oh, every time I sit down to meditate I just feel so tired. How cool is that? You're actually able to feel the fatigue and the drain and the exhaustion in your body. That's a stop moment, that's an aha moment to go, okay, I wouldn't have realized that, I would have kept going at the pace that I was going at. And what often happens is people feel that tiredness and then they might go for some sugar or they'll go for something to stimulate them, to pep them up for the afternoon. But that fatigue is still in your body and then we're not nurturing ourselves. we're not going, hey, you know, this feels awful. I'm going to make sure I go to bed half an hour early tonight rather than having that sugar fix. And then you get that extra boost of energy. But where is that boost of energy coming from? It's going into a reserve. So it's, it's a really honest way of working with yourself when you bring the meditation in to go, okay, what's really going on in my body? What's going on underneath the caffeine, the sugar, um, everything that I might be using to, to get myself through the day? And then you'll naturally find the quality of how you care for yourself. Your choices will start to be more supportive. And it's not hard work then because it's coming from the inside out. 
it's like, yeah, you know, that feels awful. I really want to make sure that, that I change what I'm doing with that. So it's very effective. Meditation is very effective in developing that self-care and improving your vitality. So it's building a consistent relationship with yourself that supports in all aspects of your life. So again, rather than just focusing on you at work and what's needed there, or you at home with the kids, or you with your friends, or everything else that we've committed to, by bringing it back to your relationship with you and connecting to your body and understanding your body, then everything else becomes easier. So how do we make time to meditate? What does this look like for you? What are your obstacles that might be in place? How, how best is that going to work in with your day? Just spending a moment now to um, self-evaluate. Is that suggestion if in the morning when you wake up, being in your bed, or do you prefer to get up and go into another room? What are those check-in moments that you're going to give yourself that opportunity to connect to yourself in meditation? Is it when you're walking rather than being in your head and working out what you need to do, just choosing to breathe gently and feel how lovely that feels in your body, how your lungs respond to that? Is it when you're driving to work? Is it in a particular meeting? Or when you go into a meeting to give yourself that moment to feel what chair to sit in and just be with your breath. No one knows what you're doing, but they'll get to feel, whoa, this person's present, this person's prepared here. This person's brought themselves into the meeting rather than the rush of their morning. We're not perfect. We're not designed to be perfect. So there are times where you feel like you've lost it. That's okay. What do you do when you feel like you've lost it? That's what's important. How do you bring yourself back? And the gentle meditation is just a really lovely practical tool to help bring you back in stressful situations. So creating a rhythm that supports you. And as we've explored, it doesn't have to take long. It can be two minutes, three minutes, or you may choose to, to give yourself longer depending on how you're feeling. So letting go of any expectations that you have. You may find that you go three days and it's like, oh, I forgot to breathe gently or I forgot to have that 10 minutes that I wanted to have. Great, do it then. Lunchtime, whatever it happens to be, find that space for yourself. So we can just see at the bottom of this slide there's a, a website um, Unimed Living, and um, Nikki's put the link up there for us, and it's got free meditation. So it's the meditation that we've experienced tonight. It's an amazing website that's contributed by people all around the world. Um, there's a few meditations there. If you do like, especially as you're starting to offer this to yourself to have a little bit of guidance, then that, that free download is there for you, and you can, you can experience a few different um, versions and see which one supports you. I just wanted to open it up to see if there are any questions um, before we close with a few minutes of meditation. 
if anything was challenging or if anything you wanted to explore a little bit more, please add them into the chat box and um, Nikki will be able to read those out for us. I'll just give you a moment if there's anything that you want covered. Nothing's coming through at the moment. Katie, they're probably all too super relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what we'll do is, Nikki, um, I know there was a few points you wanted to mention about upcoming opportunities. Yeah. So maybe if you go through that first and then we'll just close with some meditation for those that want to stay on for that. Okay, great. So there's, um, we've got lots of webinars coming up. Um, these are our regulars that we have every month. Um, and the, the meditation one that you're on tonight is a special event, so it's a one-off. So for those, they'll be in the newsletters and they'll just uh, come up as and when they, um, they are. But these ones um, are always available, so you can um, book into those anytime. Um, and also, I just wanted to let you know that we are thinking about doing a meditation program. So that there'll be smaller groups than the one tonight, but if you are interested, just email us at bookings at parentsatwork.com.au and we'll make sure that you're down on the reserve list um, once that does come up. But otherwise, from me, thank you very much, everyone, for joining us. Um, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I certainly enjoyed delivering it um, and I'm sure you'll have a great sleep tonight. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks Nikki. So yeah this is our preparation for our sleep and if we look at sleep as a cycle that actually is the beginning of your next day. We see that sleep being the end of a day but how you sleep, the quality of your sleep, will affect how you feel in the morning, right? So how beautiful to wind down and, and bring more of this practice into your evening preparing for bed. You know, we do that for our kids. We know that they need to wind down, but are we offering ourselves that same opportunity? So another great time when you're in bed just to bring meditation to, to that space in preparation for your sleep and the quality of your sleep. So just making sure that you're comfortable in your chair. If you need to change position at all, please do so. If you're sitting up and you prefer to lie down, please lie down, making sure you're warm and comfortable. And then again, just allowing your eyes to focus just towards the ground. In doing that, it just takes any strain where we're trying to look, we're actually just letting go of those muscles. And feeling your eyelids, it's an area of our body we often don't check in with. Just allowing them to be gentle within themselves, no tension. And in your own time, when you're ready, choosing to close your eyes to bring you to you. and simply choosing to breathe gently. It's not a soft breath, it's not a shallow breath, it's just the quality of gentleness. 
And just feeling the pace of that breath that your body naturally went into. Is that different to how you would breathe normally throughout your day? Often when people are in a pace from life, they're only breathing in the top part of their diaphragm, which means their body's having to work a lot harder. I just want you to take a moment to feel the oxygen going into your lungs, to feel how gently your lungs are moving, and how that quality actually feeds you back. It's not taking anything from you. And then choosing to breathe out gently as well. Letting go of your shoulders. You may feel another level of tension leave. Now that your body is a bit more relaxed, you might feel just another level going. And if your mind wanders at all, just very gently bringing yourself back to the focus on the breath. Very, very normal, especially as you're starting. Just feeling the tenderness in your body when you let, let yourself go, let yourself be with you. You may feel that around you there's a deeper quality of stillness and that's come from you. That's not just there, you've chosen to be still and then that's what you can feel around you. Or if things are noisy around you, perhaps they're not disturbing you as much because you're staying with you rather than what's going on around you. So we've always got this choice, no matter what's going on around us, if we build this connection to our body, we're much more equipped to be able to observe rather than automatically being affected. So in a moment, we're going to open our eyes. 
But again, this is your meditation. So you do that in your own time. But the choice is there. It's not finishing a meditation. You can move, prepare for bed, finish off, finish off what you're doing in this quality that you've chosen and established for yourself. So again, if you did want to have um, further downloads of those meditation, the website is Unimed Living, or you can contact Parents at Work for any follow-up information or any questions that you may have had um, from tonight. And thank you again for taking this time to, to um, support your health and well-being. Good night, everyone.